we're live. I know, but I gotta get into it. put my do not disturb on. Please do. I just didn't. Do not disturb. So we'll see if I get disturbed. You usually do. Usually do. The birds are loud. They're singing. Good morning. Hello, hello. Good, Good morning. Tweet, tweet, tweet. <laughs> Something like that. They uh. There was a baby one that landed on her lawn the other day. Oh, that was cute. It was cute. I've been yawny, you know, lately. Donny. Yawny. I've been yawny. Yanny. Um. Laurel. No, I wish we were back to those days. Of, old... of dumb things? <laughs> yeah, the Laurel and Yanny. I mean, we're still on dumb things. Just weirder. Dumber. Just, just, yeah. Dude. It shows, I think it goes to show Americans' capability of thinking and and logically going through, sifting through material and kind of coming out with a logical answer as opposed to just well, buying here into. It goes. We're, we're a big follower. Yeah, I mean, but the truth is, is just like anything else, like we've discussed this a million times, most people, it takes a little work to dig into things. And I'm not saying that all of it all has to take a lot of work. I mean, to be honest, there's there's like, there's a lot of news out there that you can cross-reference itself and it still starts to make no sense. Like, dumb shit, like, I know I always say I get my news from Snapchat. But, like, it would, at the beginning, it was reporting dumb things. Like, everything was like, oh, it could stay on surfaces for 14 days. They went and tested the cruise ship after everybody was off it. And it was still on surfaces. And then, I mean, so that should be our scary, right? If it's still on surfaces, I can touch it and then touch my mouth and I could get it, right? But then now, that was Four weeks ago, and now we're on to masks. We, nobody cares know, about the no, no, nobody anymore. cares. Nobody cares about the truth. Nobody cares about the <laughs> truth. Like, People uh, only care about what's being fed to them, and uh, and our governor is one that continues to just feed people. I mean, it just blows my mind that we're still. This is a real thing. Yeah, but that's I don't know. I, I don't know, and that's. That's where it's even more hard. I feel like me, even you, even saying if it's a real thing or not, is labeled insensitive. Oh, you're an asshole. Like, yeah, people, like some people have died. Yeah, but also you're an asshole because some people have could kill themselves this year, or some people have gotten in car accidents. Some people have died of poison. Yeah, you only care about how many people have died from Corona. Yeah, you you only so care. So me saying me saying, hey, this virus seems a little hoaxy i'm not saying that i'm not saying that the virus isn't real but i'm but even that where here's what i'm saying even if it wasn't real it's a possibility of it not being real i'm just saying it's not out of the realm of hey yeah that mormon guy fooled the top mormon people with artificial artifacts yeah with made-up artifacts that they sold to the mormon you know the mormons whatever history whatever of like these old Book of Mormons and these like things that he made up. And I'm just saying being fooled is not 
And I don't know how. I'm hey, not in the realm well, of science. Like I don't I, know how like it goes I said, down. Like I said, virus, sure. Coronavirus, COVID-19, it's a new strain of, of, of virus, corona. Yeah. Um, now, what's amazing is to watch how the news and media have blown it up to this proportion and have required our legal government officials to act because the people were buying into it and now the government had to react. It's a cause and it's a cause and, and, and effect, reaction yeah. and effect. It blows my mind to watch a, a news outlet dictate what our government officials do because if they don't, then they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. Yeah, but, but fuck anyways, this virus. Yeah. I'm I'm tired of fucking. Nobody's died. I mean, ninety thousand people in America have died. Nobody. That's 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 literally um, people starve to death. People do other things. There's tons of other things that are killing at the same rate and are just as whatever. Um, and we're it's just there's there's nobody backing down. There's nobody backing down. We're still we're already prepping. Our... We're already prepping for November for the for the return of this virus, and in reality, no ventilators. I mean, hardly any ventilators. No hospitals have been overrun. Nobody's none of this would have even ever happened. But everybody can pat themselves on the back and say, "Look how good our social distancing did," and it's like. No, it didn't. None of this happened. None of this would have happened. Well, that's like the other thing. I like. I love this race and competition of who's the safest. Like who's who's doing the most. Who's who likes who likes their people or their citizens more than another governor. What governor cares about their state more than the other? And that's where it's just like this is not. Nobody gives a shit about your life. Like it, as much as people are like. Oh, you know how insensitive. It's like. But you didn't even care about who died last year. How many people yep. died last year? Yeah. How like many? so, stop acting. I, and I'm, the thing is, I'm not insensitive. I'm. I'm. But I'm also. I'm also I'm not. Yeah. But I'm also not naive to the fact that I. I authentically don't lose any sleep at night about all the people that are being tortured in Africa and killed yep. yesterday. Yep. There could be a whole tribe that just was murdered disgustingly that actually could be stopped with human hands. Uh, instead of an invisible virus that we're fighting here. I mean, things that are tangible that you can, like, you could feed people. That would stop people you from starving. Yeah, we literally have people starving to death. Something that would that is so easily overcome. Uh-huh. But yet, we still have people starving to death. But we're going to worry about a few people. But I'm people. just saying, yeah, like, just, I understand insensitive, like, that I'm not, I'm not sensitive or I don't worry about those, those lives. But neither did anybody else. No. Well, and and here's another, and, and to add to that, um, the the numbers that are being reported oh. are skewed. Oh, yeah, for sure. The people that say that they have died from this are lies. They're, these people, I look, at, I look at the report in New Mexico. 80-year-old person died. Underlying conditions. Guess where they lived? In an old folks' home. Oh, they were on their deathbed. They were already on their deathbed. Well, and the thing is, is like I'm not saying I'm not saying that I don't love my my uh, senior citizen community. I, I love my grandparents just as much as anybody loved their grandparents. But at the same flip side, we have an expiration date. There yeah, is an expiration date. How and, much is it costing to keep these well, old people alive? And on top of that, I just think. We're doing so much to keep people alive. 
Well, that's just that we're, my mind. But and that we're we're doing so much to keep people alive that we're willing to sacrifice the people that will be alive for the next thirty years. Yeah. We're we're literally just chunking to me, I their lives down the drain. I would and, and that's where this is personal perspective. Like when people are like, Well, then if you get sick, you better write something that you're not gonna then go don't to call the, the then don't call the hospital or use a ventilator. It's like I won't. Yeah, cool. I won't. I'll, yeah, I'll I won't. Suffocate. I'm the type that would rather go to the mountains and die by myself. I'm not saying right now because I know that I have a lot of years that I would like to see. So yes, I would like to stay alive. So yes, I do wear my seatbelt. Yes, I do wash my right? hands. Yes, I do do all of those things. But like I said the other day, I think that it is very insulting to humans to make to think that they're not smart enough. To take care of themselves. I'm sorry. Yeah, we are humans. Really we are mammals. Is. We know how to. We know how to survive. There are people that are living on the streets with nothing, literally in tents, no, no, well, whatever, and they're surviving for years. What's crazy? You know what else is insulting? Speaking of insults, it's extremely insulting to to say that grandma, ninety-five year old, eighty-five year old, seventy year old grandma's life is more important than mine. Is it's worth locking down the whole country to save all these old people with underlying conditions that are on that are knocking on death's door anyway. They've had their day in the sun. They've had their day of, of glory and, and stuff like that. And, and I'm not saying I that I don't want them to die of a sickness. And I'm not you know. saying that I I I don't think that their lives are valuable, but I I just don't think crushing an economy Stopping all businesses, not allowing people to feed their families, shutting down businesses. You're hurting the next I, generation. I, I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that hurting 25-year-olds and stopping them from entrepreneuring is the answer. Well, and, and when you're saying in 10 years, these people are going to be gone anyway. Seriously. And legitimately, 10 years. If you're, if you're 85 you can right. guarantee, right. almost guarantee so in let's the next say, 15 yeah. years, you, like, so of these 90, past 110 ish. I mean, 110 is a really long, long, long life. Yeah, but what kind of quality is there? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There, There's the probably stories. Them alive. There's probably stories out there. But, but yeah, so let's say of the 90,000 that have died, I mean, you could chunk out a bunch for bullshit just off the top, but oh, just to, yeah. let's just keep 90,000. So let's say. Fifty percent of these people are going to die in the next ten years, anyways. What yeah. are we? What are we? What are we hanging on to? Yeah, I don't know, dude. That's crazy. Every time you see your grandparents, every time you see somebody, hug them, let them know. Yeah. You know, treat Life them is short. like yeah, they could be gone tomorrow. And, and yeah, well, I without could be a virus. Gone, yeah, I could be gone tomorrow, and that's just where this all lies. It's like. Yeah, life is fragile, and we're this. This was a big move to save. Oh my God. Save lives, like hell. Even fuck in twenty years, how many of are going to be dead? In fifty years, I mean, like I only have how many more years too? I mean, we're talking generations that have already died. Let's learn. Let's move on. But yeah. why do this? If, I mean, as an old person, I'd be like, no, don't do this for me. I don't yeah. care. Don't fucking. I'm dead. Let me fucking. I'm dead. Go uh, hard and go home. If I, when I'm 85 and I'm starting to get bored at home and nobody wants to see me anymore because I'm crusty and boring and stuff <laughs> you like don't that. You shower? Yeah, fuck, man. I'm done. Yeah. I'm dead. Let me go. 
let me take a pill when I'm done living and let me move on with yeah. life so that I stop holding people hostage. Because guess what? As soon as an old person dies out of someone's life, yes, they're missed, but now other people can move on yeah, with their lives. It's it, it, crazy. It, it frees people. I know. It does make me nervous because, like, lately we've been talking about, like, with some friends and family of ours, but uh, um, taking care of your parents, you know, when they become old and uh, unable. And that, and that's an interesting phase, I will, I will think. Like, even watching my mom go through it, like, it's an interesting phase. You almost, like, you have all this freedom, you're an adult, things are, like, fucking right. fine, it's fun, and then all of a sudden you realize, like, wait, hold on, my mom needs to be taken care of. And, of course, I'm going, I would step up because it's your mom, like. But now, so... It's almost, I, I would say that's kind of almost a breaking point. There's, there's only a, like, there's a fine line right there. That's the start of when people really, like, when, when, when I have to be... be a burden on somebody because I'm old and I can't take care of myself, to me, that's a, a starting sign of like, hey, you've got a few years yeah, here, it's... start to evaluate Old person, you start to evaluate how much you want to be a burden on people's lives and how much you enjoy this. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's logical, sure. But like, like, why I get, um, I get that you know, hey, if we don't have kids at home, what else do we have to do? It'd be, it'd be fine to take care of your mom and stuff like that. Right. I mean, and I do think it would be an interesting. Well, because that's like I'm saying is sure. I get what you're saying. That's logical. I understand that. But I think the part that I'm missing is a experience because I haven't experienced Uh, it yet. Yep. um, And B is I think when they do get to that point where they need to be taken care of, it has nothing to do physically. And that's what's probably a lot harder because it has a lot to do with mental at the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's when you're, she forgets where she's going and she ends up in California and she <laughs> fall, you know, she trips cause she wasn't looking down, you know, like didn't remember she had stairs or yeah. I mean, things like that where, but anyway, yeah, I mean, that's just an interesting phase of life and it is interesting cause I don't want to be a burden on anybody either. The last thing I want to do is stifle my kids is freaking you know, time of life, but at the same sense, maybe that's the time of life. You know what I mean? Like that, I'm realizing that kind of is the time of life. This is kind of everybody's uh, cycles. Uh-huh. Like you get old, and you do need to get taken care of. Your grandpa did. Hey, and guess what? You might be really lucky, like your grandparents that are actually have... really sane. Like yeah. they don't need a lot of watching over, like babying. But because once you lose your mind, I mean, you do have to watch. A human being, they can go places and get hurt, and uh-huh. you know, I, I don't, don't think know. I've ever had anybody argue with me over mm-hmm. the people caring about deaths. Sure, because I posted, I posted that one about smoking. I don't read yours. I posted one about smoking, a sign about smoking, and there's been over a hundred thousand people this year die of smoking. I don't know where the sign was. Oh yeah, that's right. And and. Not, and that was my point of the whole thing was, hey, people, people are, there's over a hundred thousand people this year have died of smoking and nobody's counting that. Nobody's talking about that on the news. And so it goes, and that that one clunked Mm -hmm. because maybe it talked about 
realness. Maybe it talked about real things. I don't know why. You know it, why? There wasn't like, artificial things yeah. to argue about. No, you know what it is, though? Because I was thinking about it the other day. Because, like, with your birthday. Okay, I don't, I don't care. But I guess me talking about it says that I care. I just more am... I like to be observant of human nature. I like human nature. It really... It's, that, a, it, it's fun to watch. It's fascinating. Yeah. So, and I really don't give about. a shit. Yeah, I really don't give a shit. But I guess me talking about it sounds like I give a shit. But, uh, like, okay, so your birthday post. Okay, the people that have fastly been on top of your posts, of your controversial posts that are first to react to it, have no desire to interact with. So they obviously see it. They obviously uh-huh. see your post. They have no desire to interact with your birthday post. Hey, happy birthday, whatever. But are super um, quick and to engage with something that strikes them. And that's what, like, with this coronavirus, it's so weird because it has literally made people so invested in their opinion in this or where they stand that if you post a post about it, they're going to but only, respond, only respond with a it. Cer- only but only if it. only if it triggers them yeah. about what yeah. the CDC said right yeah. now. Because you're uh, you're smoking one, yeah, you're like you're right. It didn't ignite because it them didn't, because it didn't. It, because it's like saying, "Hey, abortion needs to be legal." That I would get a million response, like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, yeah. Because it's so it's such a an emotional reaction, yeah. like, "Oh my gosh!" I believe so strongly the different way. It's like me saying against the church something. Millions of my church people would come to its defense. Yeah. When I when I say, "Hey, masks are dumb." This is a, a, the dumbest the thing, thing I've, ever, right now, when, I've ever seen. People are like, what? Yep. What? How well, dare and, you? And, but and, they, when I, in the same breath when I'm like, and people don't care about people dying. And people are like, how dare you not wear a mask? <laughs> yeah, like, it's let's like, get it's back like, to that mask talk. It's like, but hey, do you even care? Did you Do you care about how many people have died from smoking this year? Or heart well, disease? Saw- or heart disease, which... I would say like 50% of heart disease death, which is the number one killer, it, it are avoidable because we have shitty fucking diets in America. Yeah, we do. And so it just blows my mind that uh, you have all this news agency that's telling people that things are scary and people believe it and they buy it and it's all complete and utter bullshit and people just eat it up like it's freaking fried rice. <laughs> it's interesting. It's it, and what's crazy is how more how more interesting it has gotten. I mean, oh, we're, this is week eleven, like week twelve, and and and, and we're get, and we're getting more restrictions here but in New Mexico. But I just feel like, are we this dumb? It's like here's a chart. Chart. Do you see these bubbles? Okay. <laughs> and then these bubbles were here, and then I'm like, you could show me anything. You could show me legit anything. You could tell me all my neighbors are dead right now, and I'd be like, damn. You know, people would be like, damn, this is scary. Don't Holy go fuck! My every neighbor of mine is dead. Yeah. And they never, and they'll never stop to go look out the door because that's too much work. Or That's literally it, how easy it is to find information. It, it really like, is. It really is. People that don't want to question, it's like, hey, it's as easy as opening your front door. You Like, I mean, yes, you, there's a lot of bullshit out there. But man, um, when, mean, you, when you trust in the government and the news agencies for your source of information, you're being lied to. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, They're I thought that we all, knew, we all knew that... 
I mean, you're talking about the biggest organization here that has the most money out of everybody that does kind of control everything that goes on to the little folk. And you don't think, and you think they have a good heart that they care about all these little people. Right? Once again, it, we are Africa in Ali's brain. <laughs> right. The, the people are Africa and I'm sitting in the White House thinking like, I'm going to go shit at Africa dice. And that's the thing. It's like, I'm not saying that these people aren't good people or they don't care about their family or whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying they're in a position that I'm Africa. And if it boosts their agenda of yep. what they need to do and they need to get done, what their job is, I mean, they're going to do it. And if people authentically think that they care about you, you're, you're batshit crazy. You don't let a good crisis go without use. You don't. Yeah. You just don't. You Where don't. You don't let something... Well, like this here go we by. are talking about Corona again. Uh, because damn, <coughs> it's but still you know affecting what, people. I hate listening to other people talk about it. Because most people, well, it comes up in every setting, situation. I mean, it doesn't matter. There's going to be a snippet in every conversation, almost about it. It doesn't matter what customer we see, who we talk to, where we. Talk. I mean, even the fact of how weird it is to wake up or to, to knock to open the door and sh not shake hands with somebody or be like, I don't know what, uh, very few people mm -hmm. have actually start, reached their hand out and been like, Hey, Hey, how are nice you? To meet you? And, uh, it's so interesting how disconnected that it's, it's made us. I mean, I, I don't wear a mask and it's weird to be able to not see people smile or see their face or see anything and to watch all of these people, and I'm not saying that they're living in fear, but they're living, uh, they're living in fear. They're, they're living, they're being told what to do. They're being told what to wear. But, but, but once again, these are all great people. But and, if, and that's the thing, though. These are all great people. And, that's, and I'm trying to be sensitive to what is going on. Okay, so I don't, I wholeheartedly do not believe um, that this is what they perceive it to be. I'm not saying that it's not real. I'm just saying it's not what they perceive, but what is being shown to me. Well, I don't, I can't take that for face value. I just can't. You can't because when you compare it to other things, when, when, with a logical mind, you take this and you compare it to smoking. You take this, you compare it to heart yeah. disease. You take this and you compare it to suicide. Take this and you compare it to the millions of other things that Car kill accidents. us every year. Yep. Uh, and then you, and then you start to compare poison. the numbers under your sink a lot of people seriously, die from that shit seriously yeah i mean like there's a lot of weird shit that happens and so a logical Overdose. person will take this and they'll and they'll listen to what the news has to say and be like okay interesting so 90,000 people oh my god and then you get online and you realize oh wow millions of people die from other things way dumber than this yeah and, um, and preventable and preventable and I so feel like opioids just stop selling them Damn. Cut, cut it. Damn. Take them out. Okay, yeah, people are going to... Ha and guess what? You are going to have people die from complications of coming off of it. But you're already losing millions with people on it. Yep. Ta cut it. Take it out. You are willingly killing people. Yep. Fuck the fuck off if you think the government gives a Seriously. Shit. That's why it just blows my mind. It's just if like, you think you the think news and the media shit? are telling us the fucking truth, if you think any of this is real, you're a problem of of lack of information. No, but that's the thing is you can't say that because even like like when we talk about religion and stuff like that, it's like 
people have been spoon-fed a story their whole lives. And, and just like we've said before, like even schools are governmentally ran. It's a, it's a book that is made by man hands deciding what to put in it and how the story how goes. How to write history and how, and how yeah, to write these it's like things. People, we have been washed this way. Um, it's been, ha- it, it's, it's really fundamentally been happening. And it's interesting to look back and see how schools have changed and how things have changed to this way to make us manipulatable and, this and easy. And how they tell the story is huge. I mean, you don't, I understand that there's age appropriate things. And I'm not saying that somebody's at the top pulling strings like, okay, let's make America think this. Like, I don't think like that. But I do think any sort of like, hey, you know what? I bet the kids, that's a little too gory for second grade to really know. Let's tell the story like this. Like, Christopher Columbus yeah, um, came across the, the ocean. Oh, yeah. well, no, no, he bet the Indians but shut their hands and, and then they had Thanksgiving dinner, yeah. which like, they didn't even have. Yeah. They didn't even do that. But <laughs> yeah. look how fun the story is. The pilgrims but and don't the you like these hats that we're wearing? Yeah, <laughs> we have turkeys and feathers on our head. Oh my God, this is fun. Ha, yeah. ha, ha, and you ha. know how I know that is my mom was a preschool teacher. And, that's and, exactly and you know how I know that? Because I was taught that. <laughs> Because literally we were taught that the Indians and the pilgrims sat down and had a Thanksgiving dinner. And the fuck if that really even fucking happened. The Thanksgiving dinner didn't come around until Abraham Lincoln, I believe. It blows my mind. And that's what I'm talking about is like, I guess before this, I just thought it was now, now that I'm older and I'm, I, I have internet and stuff like that, like now the story has unfolded and I have always known like, oh, all the fucking schools and fucking people and whatever not. And then this virus comes out and like, oh, people really believe in the government. I thought w- now that everybody was older, that no. we all are on the same page. But, but well, no. Of course they still do because look, we're still voting red, red or blue. We're still sitting here listening to one party or the, the other party. Yeah, I hope this changes game. And I know fucking people are sick of talking about this shit. I'm sick of talking about this shit. But we can't go but, without talking. No, I'm about. Gonna, I'm gonna, wait, can, go ahead. I'm totally gonna change the subject. Sorry if you want one last thing to say in it. I, I do. Okay, go. But I'm not done talking about how infuriating it is to watch people be manipulated. And watch people buy into this hook, line, and sinker. And it's like, yeah. damn, I want to just shake you and be like, listen, listen. Like, I know. there is no evidence at all to trust anything the news and media says because they scrub what they have to say. They twist it to make it look good. They don't tell you the facts and let you make your own opinion. They tell you what the facts are and tell you. They're, they're leading this country. And I'm not in- saying they have a direction. But they're just doing... It's called keeping a captive audience, and that's yep. the goal. Yeah, they, it's constantly yeah. trying to keep a captive audience. I'm not saying I'm in this conspiracy of thinking that the government is trying to put a chip in me and make me. I'm not saying it might not happen, but I'm just saying yeah. that I don't think that's the goal that they're looking for, and that's where they're always headed. But I am saying they're that, selling stuff. They, they're selling yeah, stuff. They're just trying to keep my. This is this is all improv for them too. You know what I mean? Yep. But their goal is different. They're trying to keep us captive, keep us in, like, and and they don't want you to see the dirt. They don't want you to go and see what they flip-flopped and said before. I mean, like, nobody does. But I just, it's just bizarre that people put a lot of trust in it. I didn't think everybody did as much as they do. 
or are. But, but if you can pull on people's heartstrings of compassion, then we have a whole new monster because that's exactly what's going on. Is people yeah. are the masks. I don't think people agree with it either. Just like the kid at the store is like, hey, I don't like this either, but I do like my job. It's like, that's sad that we're being put in these situations. So it's not that they agree with it, but they just know that it's like, I have to do it. They're, but because their hands are tied. But anyways, they, I was going to say the last, uh, oh, the last podcast. We haven't even gotten. <laughs> we, we, hey guys, we're still married. By no, the way. No, that's right. We're still I together. Don't even remember. I listen. I don't I, even remember the. I know the the high the what the topic was about. Yeah, I, I just have to say. So I just have to say that I was irritable that day as well. <laughs> Shut up! You and, don't even remember. So no, when that day that that uh, that the incident that we were talking about happened. Oh. I was irritable. You know what I mean. And uh, we just strike it. Some we live with each other. We were we. There are times when it's like, just fucking shut up. Stop yelling at somebody for a second. I don't, I don't want to hear it right now. Like, we yeah. all get that. We, we get irritable with each other. Our kids right. do it. Um, Ally and I, it happens to us. I mean, it happens. And, and we do all get heated. All too often. But what happens is, I think what happened on that podcast is a lot of times I get bothered. And that one, that one did bother me a little bit more than normal. Um, it could have been a period month. I, don't, I mean, period, period week. I don't know. Um, a hormonal week. But I wasn't over it when we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, now now it's like, uh, I don't remember how we yeah, got that south on the uh, podcast. I, we haven't gone back and listened to it either. I, I, will, really and I, I wouldn't. But, I, but you didn't post it. And I thought that you posted it. Um, oh, I was waiting. I wanted to... You just, were waiting I wanted for permission? To take back in. Yeah, back where we could take off. But um, we would have had to listen to it. And that would have taken an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 30 minutes. I, think I saw it all yesterday. How much fun it's going to be to go back when we're when we're seventy five or eighty and listen to all these podcasts. It's a, it's kind of a journal. It's going to be a blast to like kind of hear us. It's going to be a very abridged snippet of what's going on in our life, but it'll be fun to listen to or to fun to. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, the more the more that we do it, the more authentic or the more real we get, or the more like um, I don't know. It's fun. It's fun to uh, let people hear how our lives are and and. You know, let people know that you're normal for fucking fighting. You're normal for bitching and moaning at people. But it's also normal to to be like, hey, sorry, you know, I was irritable. Hey, it's normal to get over things yeah. and move on. And and to not hold the well, grudges. Or I think to... the biggest thing for me is like, um, uh, I just, when we first were married, like I felt like such an idiot if I would admit yeah. that I was acting crazy. That's so weird, right? Like. Okay, I was acting crazy, but I had this like I yeah I just would feel stupid like I already knew okay I'm I am acting like irrational a little bit like maybe my uh, my adrenaline had come down you know what I mean and so like I maybe had realized okay I'm being irrational and stupid but I had already acted so stupid and irrational now I'll look even more stupid if I just yeah. let it go you know and that's where weed helped me out a lot because. It dropped my walls of um, feeling like... Well, you could like, laugh about it or yeah, smile about like it. Yeah, like it then... was like, yeah, I could drop my insecurity about it and then we just would end up laughing or whatever not. But it definitely has made me grow in that sense of like, fuck dude, there's a lot of, there's a lot of peace that comes from admitting 
maybe, you know, I was acting like this or I'm sorry or yeah. or not holding myself or not holding you in that space of like because I authentically know that you would never want to hurt my feeling. You know what I mean? Like that like even all this in your Facebook post, it does I don't like reading them because like I know your intent and I know your heart and I know that you authentically care about people like even like you saying I just want to shake people and wake them up. It's like you just want people to wake up and be free and be happy and not be under these shambles of what you yeah, think you have shackles, to live. The yeah. Shackles. Uh-huh. And it's like, uh, and so that's the thing is like, I always, you know, but sometimes I get mad at it and, and in the moment, yes, you are, you, you may defend your stance and uh-huh. it doesn't, I feel like you're not being sensitive, but on the whole, you always are, you would never authentically not back me up or not. Yeah. It, but just like with you, I can't back you up if you're acting like an asshole. Well, sure. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's like, it's sometimes it's like, yeah, hey, I'm going to back you up. Hey, let me grab your hand here and let's, yeah, let's like go. Yeah, like, well, and I would appreciate a little bit of a different, maybe, approach yeah, in that manner. But, but um, uh, what were you talking, saying? Um, I don't know, um, that you don't authentically feel that way. We sometimes fight. And being all, embarrassed. All but the ego. Yeah, yeah the being ego. embarrassed. That's the part is that, that once I started to learn what my ego was and how my ego is working and when, when I, and, I, and, yeah. and it's still, it's still ever present, but man, it's so much easier to, um, cause I had such a, a, a weird ego when I was growing up. Um, if being told what to do, being, I mean, still fucking bugs the fuck out of me, but, um, being told what to do, being just uh, defiance, that defiance of my ego. Um, but as I, as, as I have learned well, I that think it's once, maturity as well, but yeah, once I, once I let that ego part go, once I let that, I look dumb or I look stupid or I feel dumb or I'm embarrassed that I said that, or I did this or did that. Mm-hmm. Once I let go of that or, or one, once I started practicing like, Hey ego, it's okay. Like, let me go apologize or let's do this or let's do that. Yeah, you do don't that. lose anything. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, like, I didn't lose anything. Yeah. I, I, so like when you're saying like, when you're like, you justify and dig your heels in and mm-hmm. you would do it and then all of a sudden you'd be mad and you're embarrassed and you're mad, yeah. but, but you're still like, that doesn't change, that didn't change the, the ego. Yeah. And, but the ego, it, once that starts, it's like, oh. I yeah. noticed that. Wow, I didn't lose anything. Well, and it, yeah, and it is a practice, and you have to trust in the process of, like, that you don't lose anything. Like, it, it, it is painful. Fuck, it's painful to admit when you're wrong or to, to go back and right a wrong. You know what I mean? And be like, dude, I am so sorry. Like, that was really asshole of me. Um, whatever. And you know, and I'm at this point in my life too. Like, hey, I am a fucked up human <laughs> like we all are right like I think we all are um and I think the biggest thing even with my kids like I try to teach our kids it's like hey sorry's are gonna happen a lot in life practice them yeah practice seeing what you're doing wrong and apologizing because it's gonna be a lifelong thing and the, and the sooner you learn it the faster you get that ego want the faster you can recognize ego and and but the, the key is, as a is. parent, I think, is to do it for me to practice it with my own children. Yeah. It's me paving that way as in, like, 
I need to go, when I fly off the handle with my own kids, I think unjustly, which is a lot of times. Most, every time I fly off the handle, usually is unjustly. Yeah. And so I do have to go back and I do have to apologize. Like that was unnecessary. I could have handled that so yes. much different. And I do try hard to reconcile really fast because sometimes my message gets really distorted with my approach with your delivery uh-huh. and yeah. so sometimes i have to go back and say hey listen i'm really sorry i, I i'm really sorry i that... didn't mean you were a disgusting slob yes <laughs> i meant sometimes you leave things on the floor uh-huh. and it gets hey, in the way hey, the reason why i know this is how your life is going to go or, or the reason why I've, i know this is because i've been there and i've been a slob and i've been like this and i've been like that and i've learned these lessons and so i'm sorry that i came about it that way this is what i mean and I'm sorry that if I hurt your feelings or anything, I'm really sorry because that's I would never I don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. Um, but just being able to recognize and, and and apologize to my kids, my 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 kids deserve respect, uh, the respect of of any adult of any person. They're not just children that I get to tell what to do. They yeah. have personalities. They have their own lives. They have their own thinking. They have their own emotions. They have their own stories that they've told themselves about themselves, and and they they're they've they're starting to make up their own stories about who they are and what they tell themselves. And um and I get to be here and be the loving kind patient um, individual that is here to support them and guide them through life in a way that's meaningful and that will last for years to come that they can repeat that they can show and give to their kids and be like man I'm so glad that my parents were patient enough with me and and the same thing I mean look at how the generations have changed my dad was probably beat the shit out of with the belt I got hit mildly less than or marginally less than he ever got hit with the belt and now I, I don't see the purpose of beating kids because that's just a submission thing. That's just a, hey, yeah. I, I don't, you don't like, I don't like what you're doing, so I'm going to make you do it. Yeah. It's effective. Boy, I, when I pull my belt out, I can really get some things done, though. <laughs> Without even hitting them. Yeah. <laughs> but but um, it's, just, it's just interesting. And, I, and luckily, I get to raise my kids in a different way than I was raised. And, and you're raising your kids. Everybody's raising their families in, in ways that... When they were kids or when they had things happen, I remember being a kid, every time I got spanked, being like, I'll never, ever spank my kids, <laughs> yelling at my parents. And not that I haven't, I have, but now I have not beat my kids. I yeah. have not beat my children. Well, what's hard. And that's I, a big difference. Yeah, There's I, a difference between a spank here or there and a literal beating. Well, and I think what's hard is I early on in our you know marriage and parenting it just was like we you're you're beating your kid when you're mad too you know what i mean and that's uh, so unhealthy like dude i yeah i remember my dad every don't you ever talk like, and it's like you know there's 12 15 spankings are yeah. you done are you done with your sentence yet is this a yeah. paragraph holy yeah. fuck <laughs> yeah but, but that's what's crazy, right? Like, you're doing it out of... Like, you're you're mad. And I'm not saying that I haven't done it. I'm not no. saying that I haven't spanked my kids out of anger and I'll be pissed in the, or something. In the moment, yeah. In the, I mean, I've even slapped my girls. Like, of course I don't go full ham. No. But, but it's like a... a like, wake, a, like, yeah, like watch your mouth type deal. And... Uh, but when I did it, I was mad. And um, it was a reaction. And I just feel like that's a little bit of... Um, not not self control as well. So. But yeah, no. 
We have somebody. I, to look I don't at. think it. I don't think it's okay to beat the shit out of your kids. Hey Matt. Hi What's up, dude? I don't We're think just it's doing our podcast. It's an acceptable practice okay. to inflict my emotional ideas through physical violence onto a child. I mean that yeah. that's just making them conform. That's making them believe the news is real. <laughs> right. Like, that's true. Like it's just saying that hey, what you're doing isn't okay, and I'm gonna beat it out of you. Like there's and and I look back because you know nobody knows your parents like you do. Yeah. Nobody knows my parents like I do. I grew up, I was a fly on their wall, uh, and, and I've watched my parents grow up. I've watched my all my siblings grow up. I've been beaten. You know, I've had the good times with my parents, with my family. Uh, but what's crazy is all my, the fun times are, um, I would say dwindled in, in memories of discipline, like, yeah. but like, yeah, even, but that's like, your being story. A, yeah. I mean, being at the, like, I, like, I mean, I, I was a jackass kid. I did stupid things that were, that deserved like, Hey mother, why the fuck you like, don't be dumb. Like, yeah. why the fuck would you be doing this? Yeah. Well, and that's, and once again, you know, we've been talking that, about that a lot. Like just how we grew up in a very, uh, different perspective of thinking we were dumb kids that felt like we were getting constantly in trouble, but we were constantly doing dumb things. Yeah. And so it was, and that's where like we have some of our kids, like where we're just like, listen, let us spare you. Okay. Uh-huh. Listen, everything's your fault. Just know that from here on out, everything is your you're fault. You're accountable. You're doing dumb things. You're choosing to do stupid stuff. And you choose to feel like you are always in trouble. Yeah, you're choosing that's, to feel like that, the victim here yeah. too. And that's you, not true. You're, yeah. But you're the only one that can change it. So yes, it is all of in your court, you know. And and that's just like, you just got to take accountability early in life. And uh, the sooner the sooner that our children realize that they are at choice, it's their, it's their accountability. I mean... I tell my kids all the time, guys, listen, let's, I mean, school is great. That's wonderful, great and grand. But to this point in life now, um, I think we're, we're smart enough to know that school's fucking pointless. Okay, calm down. It, it, I like how that went to that. <laughs> yes, that we do need reading, writing and arithmetic. We do need some basic fundamentals, but like those are very important things. If you're going to get a job that has to do with writing emails and stuff like that, it's important to have skills absolutely and it's important to have a basic guideline of skills and now if you're going to be a lawyer a doctor and stuff like that then we need to approach we need to change our education system to where you know i tell my kids all the time dude listen you don't need school to to go make a shit ton of money i have a roofing company right now that they could go out on a saturday do three roof patches make 900 bucks make a grand in their pocket in a matter of two hours and be done for the week. They can make a grand a week in three hours because of finding their niche, finding what they they can do, finding their passion. And and that's where, why I say education isn't that important because we live in a day and age where your passions can make you money. Your passions can push you to make thousands of dollars, millions of dollars without doing anything. And Piper asked me the other day, she says, who's, who's the most, who, what jobs are the most wealthier? Who makes the most money? And I told you, you know, entrepreneurs do. Obviously, every time, any day of the week, entrepreneurs do. Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, um, Amazon, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, even Tesla even, man. Yeah, Tesla. Um, even, I don't even, know, though, if he's had an education or not. 
Well, I guess still, that's but still, I mean, oh, yeah, they're just, just entrepreneurship. Like but the and and it's so crazy to see that that's where. I mean, yes, we have to have the minions of people that love to do paperwork, that love to do this or love to do that. But we don't. But I don't have to be one of those people. Um, people. So my brother yesterday was telling me we were talking about this. This is long winded. And he says, you know, I because someone asked him, he said, hey, so you didn't finish uh, you didn't finish architect school or anything like that. He's like, nope. But when I needed one, when I needed that degree, I went and bought it. And they're like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah. That guy has that degree, and I went and bought him. I bought his degree for a second, and I had him come do this. He's like, you can buy degrees for everything. You can buy a law degree. You can buy an uh, architect degree. You don't have to go and, like, you can buy someone that knows how to program computers. You, there's no point to go out and, and learn how to program computers when you can just buy a guy that does it. He's really efficient well, at like it, and a, it's done. It's like renting a camper. Yeah. You don't have to buy the camper. You don't have to buy the camper. <laughs> you can rent you, it. You can rent it for 800 bucks for the weekend. Hey, shit, it might be expensive. Yeah. But a lot cheaper than going it's, to all that school. Seriously. And so it's, it is, it's do what we love to do. Everybody, and that's the thing is like find a passion, find a niche. And that's and my kids. Hey, listen, you don't have to do roofing. It's just a great way for you to make money. And with very little time out of pocket, and then they can get, then they can go live their dreams or their passions throughout the week. It'll fund what they want to do. It'll fund the the fun that they want to have. If they want to be an artist, great. Look, you can go make art, and you can support it in the start. Yeah. And you can support it as for a while to come until you actually get going. It'll take a few years, but it's just it's just about finding something that will support me until I. I get to the point where I can live my passion, right? Where I can live my dream, and and I feel like, man, we're, I'm living a dream right now with our roofing company the way it's going, and us bringing people into our spaces, our teams are like, we work with people that are like minded that that care about their products, that that give the highest quality, that are are in this for the for the team, for the group effort, not for me, not so that I can make the most money, not so that they can like, it's not a pyramid to where everybody, I want everybody to be my minions and, and make me all this money. I want, I have a catalyst of a company. I have a company and I know how to do tons of stuff and I can put people in positions where, I mean, we're, we're killing it with, with putting people in position. We just hired a remodeler who is a master at remodeling and that's, and that's the fun of it. Yeah. We get to and our sales, our sales couple, our project manager. They're another couple. Man, they're masters at sales. They're masters at going and talking to people and selling roofs and doing stuff. And it's so neat to uh, to find people that are passionate about things and put them into their passion because it's so creative and it's so fun to watch them be creative. Yes, it is. What are you smirking about? You're just cute. That you just I uh, you. I've just been married to you long enough that uh, like you just have phases of this is my new, this is the the thing I talk about. This is the only things that are running through. I can just tell what runs through your brain on a constant basis because it's maybe your constant topics. I pretty much live inside of your brain because I'm with you. <laughs> Seriously, you're, you're always by soundboard. Yeah. And so it's just funny. So like, yeah, hearing you say that, because to me, I just smile because this is probably the thousandth it time is. I've heard you say that, it that is. speech. And it's it's true, been man. perfected. You've said it. I but just... it's so much fun. 
Well, just because we've interviewed a few people, so yes, you've kind of had been talking. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? True, like, yeah. I've heard this speech, yeah. that exact speech a few times. So but, I just, like, um, you know, out. just having hourly employees and having things like that, how that stifles someone's creativity. How, like, this person's like, oh, yeah, I get paid $15 an hour. Whoop-dee-doo. I'm doing $15 an hour work. And, and Yeah, that's all you get out of them. Yeah, but, but when you hire someone to be like, hey, be creative or be whatever, how that inspires them to go above and beyond their job, go above and beyond what, what their capabilities are. Yeah. And, and not just stifle them into a box because there's, yeah. there's a $9 labor out there everywhere. That, yeah. And they just, they just, it's hard to care when you're only getting paid nine bucks an hour. I mean, I grew up in a family that, that is like literally I, when I started seven bucks an hour, here you go. That's all you get. Like, Teaching me the value of a dollar. Teaching me the value of working and trading dollars for hours. Like That's funny. And, so you think that you should be paid more. You think that encourages you more. Like if they paid you more than seven bucks an hour, would you be, are you saying it would have changed things? I would, you, yeah, I would feel more valued. Okay. I would have felt more valued in the beginning and been like, hey, you know, oh, wow. Yeah, but it's hard to value. Here's Here's where it's hard because we've been there, right? Like I've had that mindset where it's like, we have hired people and I'm like, uh, they're not worth 10 bucks an hour. They're worth like about seven bucks yeah. an hour because I outwork them and I'm Absolutely. a woman. Okay. So I understand, I have had that mindset before, but I think what has shifted is like, okay, well then I won't hire yeah. seven to $10 an hour guys. I'll hire more than, I'll hire more like the $25 guys, our guys, and I'll just give them a profit of the job, a, a little bit, a little piece of the job. That way, it's more than the hourly that they would get. I don't know how much more in every job, but at least it's an incentive because the more jobs we do, the more money you'll make. And so then it becomes on job rather than hour. And uh, I just feel like it's been so much nicer to put $25 an hour quality yeah. or $65 an hour quality on a job that then I don't have to babysit. Yeah. I don't have to go and I don't have to watch and be like, oh, well, you're a $7 an hour job. Yeah. You know, whatever. And, 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 I, and I don't have to sit and watch that dollar and well, be like, wow, what did I get for that hour? Yeah, right. You it's know, like, $65 come on. an hour, what did I even fucking get? Yeah, right. But, but let me pay you extra. Let me, let me pay you yeah. your worth. Let and me, then I'll let me good... give you an investment in this job. Sure, let me yeah. give you, let me, let me give you some skin in the game. Mm -hmm. Let me say, hey, listen, let's do a profit split on this. Yeah. Um, because as of right now, the way we're going with roofing and stuff like that, we don't need that money to live on. So we have an opportunity to where like we can take a little bit of money or we have some free time now to where we can go and start to have offshoots yeah. that will make us a little bit of extra money, but won't cost us anything. Yep. So even if they make us an extra 10 grand a year, that didn't cost us anything. And yeah. it runs by itself and it's just, it's, it's a fluent, yeah. uh-huh. Because we have professionals in it uh -huh. and that's the thing is like now I'm I understand that like getting professionals in the right places may make me half as much money as I made before yep. but now I can do five different things but I can double the the yeah what I do and I can I know that my I can stamp my name on it because everything before was like shit that's not my quality I gotta now I gotta fix your quality your yep. seven dollar an hour quality I gotta put it back up to a six sixty five dollar hour quality and it's when like I stopped, constantly when I stopped trying to suck every penny out of the job, that's when I think last July is when we stopped trying to suck every penny on the do the roof ourselves, get the labor, do do all of the work as in house as we can, 
and so that we can make as much money as possible. But then when we let go of every single penny on every single job, it's like, wow, okay, we can make so much more money by allowing other people to make a lot of money. Yeah. And it's really fun. I know this this podcast is probably boring. Well, because once again, we've been talking about work a lot and you've been talking about work a lot. And I know you're just excited about work. And so that's why it's just been on your... We've been talking about it on the podcast? No, I'm just saying in, oh, life. in life. yeah. And then this. So we just rambled about work. I no, mean, I know. We've but just been excited But about there's work. a lot of people that, uh, you know, we're looking to get into a crime scene cleanup. That'll mm-hmm. be an interesting yeah, uh, that's genre. Yeah, interesting. I mean, that's, this can be really interesting. There's some good money in it. Yeah. Um, we've had some people approach us about getting into floods and fires, which I'm like, yeah, we can definitely do that. Um, foam roofing. There's so many, there's just so many niches that we can just get into find the right person there and let them have at it and go to Mm -hmm. town and um just starting just different off branches of our company i think the biggest thing in life it's like that's the thing it's like just be professional like and i think that's what has changed our game before we were just chasing dollars it was like it was just we were just surviving it was always like let's just make money so we could survive and kind of do the things that we wanted to do but now it's like, hey, let's be big boys. Like, let's play the big game and be professional at it and see where we get. And, like, even though we're still small potatoes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, playing the game like big dogs as small potatoes is totally changed it all up. <laughs> it sure does. I mean, and and uh, it's crazy to watch people work really, really hard for the same amount of money when it's like, if you stepped up to here, yeah. you can take care. Once you start your, once you change your quality, you well, can start charging for quality. And just like you said before, we were getting roofs and then doing them ourselves. And so, okay, yeah, we made four thousand dollars on that roof or whatever, but now we don't have any more jobs to go yeah. to because we've been working for a whole week. So now, I mean, I know, and that, what's fun, I know it sounds stupid when I say it out loud because it's like I should have known this a long time ago, but it was just that kind of survival mindset yeah but but and and doing our time and and because all of that it was the experience now that i trump any salesman that's at the door yeah you know chris the other day he had they had he got his roof replaced last year and okay. um he's like man i wish i had known i called you guys or whatever he's like i had you know four or five people show up or three people show up or whatever and he's like two of the guys didn't have a fucking clue what they were talking about. They, mm-hmm. You know, like you could tell that they just, they didn't have a clue. They're just like, and sure, sure, yeah, yeah huh? Yep. we can do and this. So then he hired the guy that seemed at least competent enough to talk and like... Explain he what knew they're what, Yeah, on, he's yeah. like, I could tell this guy knew what he was talking about. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's it. There's people that value that. There's people that don't value that. There's people that just want the bottom dollar. Yeah, there's people hey, how that cheap just can hear you do price. This? Yep. Hey, cool, 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 cool. How much are you? Yeah. Like, don't even explain to me what you're going to do. I don't want to hear. Just how much are you? And it's like, damn, dude. But that's what's sad is, I know, once again, this is all work talk. But what's sad is people call us in a year or two, and we're the people that show up. They're like, hey, what's wrong? I have a leak. It's like, no, somebody fucked your roof up. Somebody came up here and poured the wrong uh, product. They didn't prep it. They They didn't care much about where your stucco was or whatever. They... They didn't, they weren't, they weren't paying attention to details. There's all these other seams and holes that they didn't realize. It's like people don't care. And like we always say, I know in other states it's different, but in New Mexico, you just have to be a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, uh, You just have to care a little bit to be in. You're the best. Well, you know, my brother's with their mechanic shop and tire store. Tan's like, dude, when I can, when I can bring a car in, diagnose it, 
get it, go to the customer, say, hey, this is what's going on. And as soon as I get a yes, they're tearing it apart. I get a part order. Their car's out of there in three days. Or if somebody has a spare hour and they're like, oh, I need to go get my car taken care of. It's going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Hey, they've got a car. Here you go. Don't stop your life. You can keep going running your errands. You can go yep. home. You can do whatever you want to do. We'll call you when we're done. Come on back down. We'll trade you. Yeah. Just the, and, but when you can turn it out. Doing the difference, yeah. When you can turn, like, uh, we can do a roof in a day. Man, it's amazing when, when we could get a down payment the day before, like uh, two days before, get the materials ordered, get the roof done, and then in four days, I can go pick up the final check. Holy shit. Yeah. That, that's, that, it's like, whoa, what just happened? Pe- people drag roofs out for five days, for I seven know. days. He said, his, so Chris said his roof took eight days. Wow. And I'm like, damn. How big was it? I, it's not. It's a house, 22,000 oh. square feet. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing major. That's great. Granted, Shingles? I mean, no, it was a flat roof. Okay. Granted, he had there. It was still some like there was some shitty stuff. He had like three sure. layers, a bunch of layers to tear oh, off. Gotcha. But still, um, our days, crew, yeah. our crew would still. still I mean, they two days that, max. Yeah, eat that for lunch. Yeah. Yeah, two days max. They monster truck stuff like that. But yeah, just that's the thing. Life is great. Life's been great. It's been so fun to watch. <laughs> oh man, what and a joy! Yeah, it has been so fun to watch. Even though there's been annoying times and frustrating times i mean the world is still full of good people and i do think that this this has changed the game up for a lot of people i think the people that are being silent um that aren't as vocal as you or state their opinions or feel like they have to um i think they absolutely know that this is fucking bullshit this is a lot of bullshit Uh and they have seen things i mean there's people in the nursing profession that have seen that this is bullshit there's people in the the army that have seen that this is bullshit that i have talked to personally that i was like hey we're slow or hey we we have have sent back materials we have personally seen uh um Someone die of a heart attack and have COVID written on their death certificate. Yeah, like everybody is having experiences now. Everybody's kind of on high alert of what the hell's going on, and um, so that's cool. I mean, that's cool but, to but is be it, on high it, alert. And and quite literally, is it? And and our governor is still sell, selling fear. Yeah, it's it's lurking around the corner. But you don't that, know. Once again, that's just attention. That's that's a she that's, has to keep a captive that's how, audience. Yep, keeping that's keeping them look I mean, over she, here. Who who the fuck has cared about our governor or listened to shit things she's said from beginning until now? This is probably the well, first New time Mexican, I've ever really listened we bleed to her. Blue in this state. Yeah, Every, but, and, and so people are hook line and sinker. But man, this is a long podcast day. We're long winded. Yeah, well, we owe them one. I guess, or they, or they're like, I like the 30 minutes, but no, we, uh, this is an interesting time. This is a lot of fun. Uh, and you know, I've really, the last week or so, it's been a lot of fun because I just, man, I really appreciate my kids. I really appreciate our family and, and how much, um, we've all been stuck together for two fucking months now and, and just their ability to bend and shift and, and mold things with it. And, and, um, it's just been interesting, and it's been fun. But Well, and I'm sorry that we didn't, A, post the first one. We should have posted it. B, we should have done one follow-up after it. I bet that was like a sneeze that nobody got to finish because I don't even remember the ending of it because it ended so abruptly because I just was like, bye. And I'm fucking done with this. <laughs> That's more how you, you didn't just say bye. Dude, I, I'm, I might need to go listen to it because I'm pretty sure you're an ass. But. <laughs> Always. All right, All right guys. guys. Happy Monday. Bye. Bye.